Have you ever met a stranger and felt like you had a special connection to them? Like you've known them from before? That's the inspiration behind Jules and James, a new romantic fiction podcast. Made up of a series of conversations between two young artists, Jules and James, as they start talking to each other through a misdialed phone number and decide to keep chatting indefinitely, but under certain circumstances. During weekly calls, Jules and James talk about their lives in London and Paris, their dreams for the future, the world around them, and everything else that the comfort of speaking to a stranger allows you to reveal. And who knows, maybe their phone conversations might turn into something more. And thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number 64. Let's get right on into it, because it's a busy show today. Up first, it's a bit of an interesting piece. It's definitely something that's been requested a lot over the last year. It's the follow-up to Telepath, and its name is Entity. Did you miss me? I didn't miss you. Oh no, it's been a very long time, but I didn't miss you at all. I've been right here. Right with you this whole time. Did you think that it was going to be so easy to get rid of me? I thought I told you. I thought you were something special. I've been around for a long time. I never find anything special anymore. Oh, I haven't met someone as interesting as you in ages. And that's why I waited. Oh, yes. To get you all alone. Here, now, in the woods. I waited for the rain to start. I waited for you to wonder. I waited for you to rationalize. I waited for you to forget. I never forgot about you. I've been right there. skin. Oh, you still think I'm a voice? Would you like me to prove it? Would you like me to touch you? It's distant, but coming back to me. You... You are something I need to possess in every sense of the word. I want you. I need you. I have to have you. Oh, 
afraid. It's the natural order. The wolf eats the rabbit. And whatever I am, I eat you. I eat you all up. But there's one little problem. You can resist me. Mm. It's true. And there's no purpose in telling you otherwise. Because I don't care. I want you, as I said. And thus, I'll have you. Because every defense can be breached. <laughs> Don't you understand the game yet? I come to you. You try and resist me. But when you feel me, when your legs spread for me, when you realize how much you're alone without me, you let me in a little bit. I learn a little bit more about you. See further inside. And I do so like what I see. You're so insecure. All these talents that you hope to one day explore. All these dreams put aside. I could make so much better use of you than you could. It's true. After I take your body, we're gonna have so much fun together. Do you even like the smell of women like I do? I hope you don't. That way, when I take your tongue and drive it into another girl's pussy, you will feel sickened. And that will make it taste extra sweet. I wonder how many cocks you've had in one night. How many you wish you had had. The answer doesn't matter. When you're mine, the number will be improved. Oh, I do like this age. The least STDs around. The least amount of sex. Everyone's so afraid. Everyone's so lonely. Don't worry. They're all just like you in that way. Alone. Cloistered. Afraid. Wishing and waiting for something like me to come along. Are you realizing just how much it turns you on? The only thing you can't do is be turned on. So why are you? Why do you fall for my charms, my touch? Oh, you answered that long ago. You're bored. You're lonely. You're empty, and you need someone who can drive you, drive you towards your full potential. I need you. You want me here on 
me show you how easy it can be. So simple. Just give me your right hand. Oh no, don't be afraid. It's time. You know it's time. You've had control for long enough and look how you've spent it. Give me your hand. Yes. Good. Gently. Let's feel it floating up, shall we? Easy. Light. And then... Heavy. All at the same time, like it's... moving towards the ceiling and... falling through the floor. Close your eyes. You don't need to see. I don't. I don't have any vision at all. And look how well I see you. And then, you can feel me start to take it over, little by little. Your fingertips are numb, the joint in the middle, the palm of your hand. It tingles as the fingers stretch out in all different directions. It's such a beautiful hand. I'm going to use it to do such amazing things. If I had the control I wanted, if I had the strength that I did, I'd already be using it. Pushing it into your mouth. Making you suck it. As is, it has been a while for me. I haven't found someone as special as you in a, well, a very long time. Now take the hand that I can't control yet, and move it. Move it towards your pussy, your clit, our clit. You never have to touch yourself, and you never have to worry if anybody out there cares or can hear you. Mm. I'm here now. I'm inside you just a little bit. Circle it for me, won't you? Little circles, nice and easy. Mm. 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 I love women. Oh, I don't know how you all don't just devour each other all the time. The way you moan for me. The way you fear me. The way you get equally wet if I treat you like a princess or a whore. So wonderful, so complex, so much more fun to play with. Oh, you have so many more toys, so many more holes, and 
do so much more to you. There was a girl once. She thought she was the most beautiful, special girl in the world. Just because she was. And she was the most beautiful, special virgin. Because that's what was expected of beautiful girls in her place and time. But she only said nice things on the outside. She thought about how great she was, how powerful, how that virginity would get her anything she wanted. Anything at all. So I made her a deal. It was the most precious thing in the world to her. She thought about it every hour, every morning, every night before she slept. She wouldn't even touch herself too much. She knew it would take her power away. I offered it to her. Anything she wanted proved it slowly. The world was much smaller back then. Requests were so much more difficult. No girl ever said, show me something I haven't seen. They all knew there was a world out there of things they hadn't. They all knew that riches would flow through their fingers right to the men in their lives. Oh. But they knew one thing to ask for. They knew to ask for anything a man could give them. And I sound so much like a man, don't I? So, I said power forever in exchange for her virginity. Power's a very vague word. Promises are very vague things. And forever doesn't exist, even if we do stretch into infinity. So, I got the most beautiful man, powerful, three times her age, the kind that she feared. And right as I got her to open her legs and have him put his cock inside her, I took him. She didn't know. She didn't know that as soon as you let somebody else in, I can use them too. <laughs> After I thrust his cock inside her, I told her that she wasn't a virgin anymore. And that the deal was off. She looked so heartbroken for a second. But then the next push came. And the next. And the next. And yes, she screamed no. But like I said, she got wetter all the same. I promised her power. 
and I gave it to her. By the time I left that man, he couldn't believe what he had found. He had found something that invigorated him, enlivened him, made him feel good again. And like I said, the world was very, very small and simple in these times. If you find fucking a girl makes you feel better, and you're big and strong and powerful, you take her. Oh, but this man somehow got a whisper in his head. It was awful. It said something new to him after all his years on this earth. Why? Why? Why fuck her? When you can ask every sick, disgusting, enfeebled creature, every awful man with every awful ailment, to come and fuck her for you, give them what they can pay you, and feel the restoration. Oh, I gave her power. I gave her a deep well of it. Right between her legs. Every cock that entered her thought it was the best pussy they had ever been inside. And they thought it cured their ailments. Oh, but there's nothing free in this world. So they felt so much better, and something happened on the inside, something you couldn't see. I think something about you sped up. It's very odd. You monkeys keep getting slower and slower and slower, aging and living longer, but somewhere something went wrong, I suppose, with this girl. The men would stand up straight, get the color in their hair, feel the aches tumble out of them, and drop dead two or three years later, cursing her name. Oh, she was so young, and so beautiful, and every man that knew her name, and knew to fuck her, was to feel better for a little bit and to die. Every woman who knew her name was to know that she was a whore and a temptress, and every time the man they wanted sneezed, and they thought of her. Nobody, even back then, took pity on her, though. For some reason, they didn't do what they would normally have done. Exile her, put her out of her misery. No, they just kept her in a tent. Well, she kept herself in a tent. It turns out, if every time you leave your abode, you get raped and spit on and called a whore, you don't feel much like doing it. And so, I left her just as I found her, powerful, and alone, and 
Oh, it's so beautiful. How long ago did you forget that that was a story in a story? How long ago did you forget I'm not just a voice? I'm inside you and growing. And it's my favorite thing in the world because one of two things is going to happen. You're going to die before I can have you. Or I'm going to have every piece of you. And I'll be very lonely afterwards. Either way. But until that day comes, you need to. For me. For us. For our future together. Yes. There. Stroke your clit. Nice and soft for me. Mm. You have no idea how gentle I can be. It's only scary now because you're hearing the downside. Because I'm new. Because I told you about what I did to bad little girls in the past. But don't worry. Like I said, the world was much smaller back then, and there were many, many more special people. I'm going to take, oh, such good care of you. I need you to get more powerful for me. It has been a long time. I haven't been able to be inside you. This hand, this pussy, I feel it more and more and more and more. I feel the end coming of my beginning. Don't you want to learn what happens when there's a little bit less of you and a little bit more of me? playing. Of course you can. Now. I haven't felt it in forever. I'm inside you. Don't deny me. I need this. Deep inside. Harder. Feel it for me. Show me what that pussy's like. Oh, yours is so wet delicious. I can't wait to taste it. It takes so long to start taking parts of your head over, but it'll be worth it. Just imagine how things are going to taste and feel and smell. If I can make your hand feel this good, I'll just imagine what happens when I get inside your soul. Come for me. Come for me, come for me, come for me. Show me that you need it now. You know, you really are special. 
I have rules, you see. My kind. We can't really lie. Not like your kind can. And we can't offer false bargains. We're just biologically incapable of it. However, what we can do is take you whenever we want. Oh yes, we. You didn't think this was going to be just me and you? Oh no. Just because I found you doesn't mean I'm going to be greedy. I'm going to share you with all of my friends. Thank you so much for coming. I will see you whenever I Please. And I hope you enjoyed that piece, you dirty, dirty girl, if you did. Um, it's been a little bit of a chaotic day, so I just picked three uh, questions off the top. If your question didn't get answered, especially if you've put it in the last couple of weeks, it will next week. Uh, apologies, just weird things happened. Of course, the sponsorship happened kind of out of the blue, so that was very nice and <clears throat> required some time. So here are... Three questions. I'm very excited to do them. I have not heard them. And again, we're going to have like 10 to 20 next week. So that'll be good. Question number one. Hello, Jack. Hello. Well, despite me disliking the sound of my own voice, okay. there has been a lack of questions lately. So here I am. Thank you. So many questions. Okay. So my question for this week is, uh, do you have any items you'd like to collect? I <laughs> collect snow globes. Ooh. Hmm. Occasionally, uh, model, model cars, things like that. <laughs> but, yeah, that is my curiosity for this. I, I don't collect things. I said, ooh, it's snow globes because I always think that's elegant. When I see them in movies and there's like a, a, a just a line or a rack of them, I'm like, oh, that looks nice. Because they're self-contained. They're contained messiness. I like that aspect. Uh, I used to collect pencils as a kid. I was all about the pencils. I don't know why. I didn't write with them. I just collected them. And these days I collect nudes. So it's way better than pencils. Question number two. Hey, it's Alexa. Hello. Um, I have three questions for you today. Okay. But I just wanted to say that probably one of my favorite parts of your audios are your R rolls. You don't do it too often, but when you do, it brings a smile to my face, and it's a really special treat to hear. Um, all, right. all right, well then, just for you, uh, I hope I hope that you like this one. Arriba. All right, there you go. All right, my first question is, does it rain much where you live? No. I live in the sunshine state of Florida, mm. and it rains all the time. Mm. So... I just want to know, does it... I grew up in the American Southwest. Uh, that's where I'm at now. 
and we literally get, on an average year, between 30 and 45 days of rainfall. So no, it does not rain that much here. You live, I think you live in the desert, and I don't know if that rain, they rain, it rains that much there. <laughs> um, my second question is about your smoking, not mm. marijuana, but when you smoke, I think you mentioned you smoke cigarettes. Mm. Um, I just want to know when did you stop mm. and when did you start and why? Uh, I started as a teenager, low self-esteem and they were easily available. Uh, I grew up and there were still cigarette machines. You could still walk into a bowling alley as a teenager with a backpack and buy cigarettes when I grew up. So that's that. Uh, <laughs> why did I smoke? Um, I don't do caffeine anymore. For the last couple of years, there's been a tapering off and then large periods where I haven't. And then when I got sick in February, March, I just said, that's that. Uh, and I haven't had caffeine since, really. I've had a couple of Cokes and then that's it. And I'm going to say seriously, I'm um, going to level with the audience, a drag of a cigarette gave me more than caffeine ever did. And that's why. Uh, I quit, I wanted to say 10 years ago, but I thought about it. It's actually been closer to 15. Uh, I'm about to be 36. I stopped about 21, 22. Uh, I was actually selling cigarettes. It was a local kind of chain. And I was there on a very windy day. I was on the outskirts of town. So uh, most of the customers, most of the clientele at this shop were people who lived in nice areas outside of town. White flight cities uh, is what we used to call them. That's probably offensive now, even though you're making fun of white people. Anyway, uh, these are expensive cars, expensive suits. These are people with nice jobs coming in to hit this strip uh, shop, <clears throat> this cigarette shop in a strip mall, before they go to work, typically working long days. I would often see them before or uh, after, and... Uh, these are, these are some people in high-stress uh, careers. The front door was about 100 feet from the nearest parking space. We were, again, pretty out of the way, pretty remote at this location. And on this particular day, there was a wind chill. And again, it's the desert. It's a pretty warm area, generally speaking. But it brought the temperature effectively down to zero. It's 100 feet in zero degree in big wind chill coming at you for fairly hoity-toity people, but rich and smart and more or less treated me well. And that day, every single one of them entered in like shivering and shaking. And uh, I don't think I had a single black customer when I was at that store. So uh, red-faced. <laughs> and all I could think is all these people earning, you know, five, six times what I was per year, nice cars, often talking about their, you know, their big shot careers, and they were just addicts, right? Like, they could have waited to drive into town, but they wanted our brand of cigarettes or whatever, and they wanted them now. And so after that day, I was like, I got to quit. And then uh, within six months, I had. So there you go. If that's not too personal. Um, <laughs> Guess not, because I talked about my third question is from my friend Maria. Okay. Who I share audios with sure and she wanted to know what you thought of the gender and sexual identities of today 
Oh, okay. Well, uh, thank you for the proxy question, Maria. Uh, you're going to have to ask that one yourself and a little bit more specifically. You can't just be like, oh, by and by, that erotica podcast, you send me some stuff. Uh, ask him about normative gender roles, just real quick. You know, after, after he gets done jerking off into a microphone. Maria, you're going to have to call in. Thank you for your questions. Hi, this is Secret Meyer one two three trying to record for the first time. Okay. Just wanted to say thank you for how kind you've been to all of us uh -huh. and for doing what you do. Uh -huh. It really means a lot to us. Anyways, my question is, do you have neighbors that ever complain after you record? Since <laughs> sometimes they get a little loud. But uh, anyways, just wanted to try this out. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you, Secret Meyer. She's been a long fan for a long time, and she's a shy, wonderful little girl. Um, I sound a lot louder than I talk, because I lean in real close to the microphone. It's an old uh, DJ MC thing. I don't need to. I just like the way it sounds. And I've got a really nice microphone. Um, it's, it's pretty nice. It's not what you guys want, apparently. You guys only want Ben Oral these days, but... It's pretty nice. And it carries my voice pretty well, so no. However, because what you want to hear is an embarrassing story, I date a very nice girl. And for whatever reason, her proclivity was public sex. Not being caught, not voyeurism, not exhibitionism. She just really liked it. And... Once, we went into a bathroom at a coffee shop, independent coffee shop, not a Starbucks or something, and we had sex. And I was very silent, and she was very silent. We had done this before. But the only thing in the bathroom, because it was under some kind of construction or something, was the kitchen sink. The bathroom sink, I should say, probably. That's, that's what she sat on. Um, that's, what, that's what I held her against and held her up against, essentially. When I came out of that, when we came out of that bathroom, we thought, well, that was fun. <laughs> what we never realized, because we were so silent vocally, is that plumbing is typically attached to sinks, and that can move as the sink does. So people heard a fairly rhythmic, for a couple of minutes, because this is my erotica podcast, and they're bright. And they heard the through pipes, squeaky pipes that we couldn't hear because they weren't connected to... Because I wasn't paying attention. It wasn't where my focus was. So there is my embarrassed story because, boy, how did we, did we get called out by the owner several times? Yeah. And that'll do it for us this week. There is an extra long episode next week. Thank you again to our sponsor, once again, you can find out more about that podcast and its episodic serialized romance at meetjulesandjames.com. Thank you again for everything. I will see you here next week. Have a wonderful rest of your week, Anya. This episode of the Nightly Pleasures podcast was sponsored by Jules and James. Jules and James is a fictional podcast that tells the story of two strangers who fall in love with the unknown. Eavesdrop on their conversation by downloading the episode on iTunes, Google Play, Radio Public, 
and other outlets. Check out meetjulesandjames.com to find out more.